Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh my goodness, it's been a while. It's been at least a week. I'm back. Life, love, and liberty right here. Back from the great state of Virginia where I told you I was going to be spending a lot of time. And I have. I gotta tell you, Virginians are on fire. They held their drive through convention, which they had record numbers of delegates. Over 5,700 people, I believe, were uh, signed up to vote in a drive through convention. The first in the history of the United States, from what I've been told. And that yielded some pretty amazing candidates, depending upon who you ask, uh, to represent the right. Now, I want to touch on something really quickly for those of you who see what's happening on the left. So from my vantage point, from a, from being a Politico, from someone who is um, involved in many different aspects of politics, one of which is observing. You'd be amazed how much you can learn by just being invited to the table, just having a seat at anyone's table. Some of you don't accept invitations or you don't put yourself out there because you don't believe that you're qualified or you think you have to have, you know, a particular set of skills or experience. And what I have found is that you do actually have a particular set of gifts and skill sets, some of which are latent and you don't know that they're there until you actually step out uh, in faith and show up. And so many of you have prayed that God would use you, and then when an opportunity comes, you use your own understanding to look at all of your shortcomings, and you agree with the enemy of liberty, and you say, eh, you know what? You agree with the finite. You agree with the created as opposed to the creator. And the created thing whose time is limited is always going to tell you why you can't do something, particularly if it's going to bring glory to the author of liberty. We have an enemy of liberty. It's not just the Iranians. It's not just the Chinese. It's not just the enemies you can see, right? I talk about that a lot on my show, and I've certainly been getting my own butt kicked lately spiritually for sure. So I thank you for those of you who continue to pray for me. I definitely need it. Um, Not in the way some of you may think. Not in the way some of you may think. You know, we are known by our enemy. We are known by our enemy's kingdom because we are children of our father's kingdom, which is always going to involve liberty. So what's the first thing the enemy of liberty is going to come for? Your liberation, correct? Okay, enough with my soapbox of that. So there, I hope that ministered to someone out there who has been called into possibly politics. Maybe you're supposed to run for office in 2022 and you don't feel equipped and you have nowhere you know, you have no idea where to begin, <clears throat> excuse me, and you are fighting an uphill battle every time you look in the mirror. Okay, I want to encourage you to get out of your own head, get in, you know, get into some good counsel with some good counsel, spiritual counsel, get before the Lord yourself and ask and do it. Just do it. Just jump. So as I've jumped over the years into environments that I otherwise have no 
earthly business being in because I, you know, didn't go to school for it. Um, I haven't always been in these circles. I'm afforded seats at different tables, which afford me such a luxury to be able to come back and share information with you and perspectives with you that others may not have. Because coupled with my spiritual experiences as a minister, as a human being, literally falling uphill most days, um, and someone who loves, loves, loves those of you who reach out to me and want to converse and and spill your guts and stuff that's going on in your lives and your hearts and your minds and all of that. It's very, that is sacred ground to me. So I take all of that very, very seriously. And so it affords me the ability to be able to pour back into you. And what I've, what I've noticed lately with regard to the left that's, that some of you may not realize is that there are people, <laughs> there are human beings on the left who have historically voted Democrat, okay? And for some of you, you're, you're going to stop right there. That, that is the final indictment. That is the judgment. That, that is where it all just goes to hell in a handbasket for you, okay? I want to encourage you to step outside of that mindset. Just try. Because I'm going to tell you something. From what I'm, under, from what I'm hearing and what I'm observing in my travels in with all forms of people, all, all sorts of folks from different sides of the aisle, what I can tell, and people who are far more embedded than I am in the opposition's arena, I can tell you that the left and people who are running for office, the DNC, if you think Joe Biden has gone off the deep end, you have no idea how bad it is at the DNC's level. And some of you are assigning that level of insanity to everyday voters who happen to historically vote with the Democrats. But this is a real opportunity for conservatives and for people who actually enjoy their freedom and the freedom of others to really rise to the occasion. You know, at the end of my trailer right there, my intro, I say, you know, the church needs to rise. Well, it's not just the church. Wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And so if you subscribe to freedom, I would submit to you that there is a breath of God in you. And we know that's true because that's scriptural as well. Some of you are going to try to dissect what I'm saying to kind of have a gotcha moment spiritually, and it's not going to work because <laughs> I already know where you're going. And some of you are like, well, not everybody is God's child unless they're born again, Monica. And I'm not splitting those hairs theologically with you tonight. That's not what this show is about. What I'm telling you is that if you have an inkling, if you have a bend toward liberty, which is what yesterday's memorial was all about, if you have a bend toward liberty, I'm imploring you to listen to what I'm saying and begin evangelizing in your respective communities. Begin in your neighborhoods, at your cookout, start hosting things. Be kind. Reach out to see if people have needs around you who may not be of your political persuasion. Maybe they do have a Black Lives Matter sign in the lawn and they have no idea how Marxist it is. And, and maybe they've already seen your Trump bumper sticker and they just think you're a hick who was probably, you know, storming the Capitol on January the 6th or whatever date that was. So, it, you know, I mean, but at some point, you guys, you're going to have to wake up and realize that there are extremely 
nefarious entities at work, and there aren't that many of them. They seem big because they own the microphones and the television cameras, but they're really not that big, and they keep feeding you false information. And then you run with it on Twitter and just pound the hell out of each other on social media, and I'm telling you, that is not how we're going to turn this thing around. And if we don't, we are going to be that Titanic. Some of you, it's very hard for you to believe that there are Americans who do not love this country for who and what she is, including you, because you happen to be a citizen of that country who subscribes to liberty, capitalism, individualism. And all they needed was this false flag of COVID. That's all they needed to trigger them because they had already been primed by disinformation campaigns on social media storefronts. I mean, you guys joke about who is behind Facebook and Zuckerberg and others, and it's really not funny. It's not something you should lose sleep over in the evening either, but it's also something that there's no reason for you to continue to have an account, to have an account. Because as immune as you think you are to the drips, to the IV drips of, of, of mental programming, emotional programming that occurs on every single level of what you see on social media, particularly Facebook. They've already admitted it. I'm not wearing a tinfoil hat. This is absolutely true. This is what they do. They formulate ads. They aggregate data. Your metadata. And for some of you, you're like, what the heck is that? Metadata. It's all of your likes and your dislikes and your fears and your phobias and your things that you click on that you think no one's watching. Uh, all of that. What are you interested in? Your little personality profile, your horoscope, uh, you know, quizzes that you like to take. Hmm, if I was a spirit animal, what would I be? Well, people who, there are other people who are far more interested in what kind of a spirit animal you would be than you are. Trust me. And why is this important? Because this is how they're dismantling the country from the inside. This is how critical race theory gets a stronghold. I'm telling you that the DNC on a political level has this, they have absolutely crapped the bed, meaning there's no one home. However left and, and rabid you think they are, I need you to just go ahead and go over the cliff because they're over the cliff. There's there's no sanity or anything that resembles America as most of us sane individuals um, exist within these borders that are rapidly crumbling again. We would we we look at. We look at their agenda and think, okay, no, that's that's not possible. But but it, I need you to understand something. But it is, and here's the worst part. Are you ready? The people in politics on the right are in full placation and capitulation mode. What do I mean by that? They see how far left the party is. And they're looking at your average Democrat voter saying, oh, well, we can't, we can't look as rabid as them. I mean, we need, we need to come meet them right where they are. It's exactly what the church does. We don't stand on sin messages and the gospel and hell and fire and brimstone. And, you know, I mean, who really wants to have their butts kicked with hellfire and brimstone all the time? But, but we don't stand on the seriousness of continuing to practice sin. We don't even call it sin. 
we're we're so afraid of losing our 501c3 statuses. And that's the primary culprit in this is that Caesar convinced us that we needed to hop on in the bed with him. Even though according to the IRS code, the church has never been taxable as an entity. Never, never, never go check your IRS code right this second. Get off, get off my broadcast as soon as it ends and go check it for yourself. The church has never been taxable yet. Someone, a Democrat convinced the church that she needed a 501c3 exemption. How about that? But here's the caveat. Here, here's, the, here's, here's the rub. <laughs> no pun intended. Here's the rub. When you get in the bed with Caesar, you got to do things Caesar's way. And the church has been in the bed with Caesar for decades. And if you wonder why the country is so weak and feeble-minded we are we, we have no spine no one wants to talk about politics because they've been trained and guess what with 87,000 new uh troops the the Biden quote administration is about to deploy into the IRS to basically bring down the rest of capitalism in this country they're there to threaten you as a conservative they're there to um they're they're there to bring an an enormous amount of scrutiny to your taxes, to your donations. I mean, you may as well be prepared. If you thought Lois Lerner was bad, just get ready. But you know what? Did we think we were going to, you know, get out of this without having to contend with our faith toward liberty? Did we think that we were just going to be able to, you know, wave our little flags and dress our cute little girls in their ridiculously sized bows and hang out on our parades and grill our hot dogs and get out on the lake and drink our beers and, you know, nurse a sunburn, um, you know, wearing our little, we could just continue to, you know, be all American, right? Without, and, 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 and honor our fallen heroes without thinking that we would have to step into the position of being today's heroes. Is that what you thought? Did you think that you were going to get out of this lifetime not having to add your name to the list of potential, quote, fallen heroes in the name of liberty? Your careers could fall. Your mortgages could fall. Your reputation could fall. Your families could fall. Your standing in the community, your credit, your ability to work could fall. Your health, your credit. I mean, any number of things, they're coming for you. They just are. They're coming for all of us. And mine's already started. So, you know, I, I say this, you hear it in my voice. I'm not panicked. I'm not frantic about it. I'm not some hysterical woman shouting from the rooftops, you know, no, I'm not at all. I'm telling you this so that you will prepare and that you will begin to evangelize your respective communities to take the country back one soul and one mind at a time. That is where you're going to earn your badge of honor. And some of you don't think it matters because you think in terms of eternity 
and Jesus is coming back. And God doesn't really care about government politics, Monica. I can't deal with you because you have no knowledge and understanding of what truth is as it pertains to religion. You practice a dead religion. You practice a religion of a dead God or multiple gods for that matter. And believe me, there are multiple gods, but there's only one living God. There's only one beginning and one ending, God. But if you think that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is the only God, notice I didn't say capital G-O-D, then your theology is already off base. So we can't have a theological, a theologically honest conversation. So I, I can't, I'm not going to do that with you. I'm not going to waste my time or others, other listeners' time. And for some of you, you're like, God, that is so arrogant. You know, aren't you supposed to, no, I'm not called to evangelize. That's not my lane. There are other people who do that. Those are the, That's their giftings. I'm clear about mine. Mine is teaching, hospitality, faith, courage. Those are my gifts. Communication. So I'm communicating ideas to you, and I am communicating a clarion call. I'm also a seer, if you will. I'm a watchman. That's what I do. I watch. I observe. I see things. I take notes. And then I shape a narrative to, to reach you. For one reason, and one reason only, liberty. It's the only reason I'm on these airwaves. It's certainly not because I'm out here trying to have the most followers or the most, you know, uh, syndication numbers. Those are just things that anytime I've ever attempted to follow that stuff as a, quote, career path, it has never worked out well for me. So I just do what I'm called to do. And I let God do the rest. And I'm counting on you to do what he's calling you to do. And this is so basic and so simple, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to instill the confidence in you that that's really what's going on and what's needed is you. Joe Biden has already imported millions of barrels of oil completely illegally. The border is down. Our election grid is down. Georgia is still a complete circus. You had... I mean, another election, uh, God, what was it, guru, you know, who was just taken down as someone who's a fraud, and I, I, he will remain nameless for the time being. He's someone in close proximity to me, so I'm going to leave that right where it is for now. I'll address it at another time once I have more details. I don't want to give you disinformation, but it has been reported that someone who many of you have trusted is not someone to be trusted. I mean, I want you to think about something. I want you to prepare your minds for the fact that there are probably many people that some of you have built your houses on who could ultimately be the same, the other side of the same coin. What do I mean by that? They're very bad actors who we know are bad actors. They've made themselves known. They're in opposition to President Trump's agenda, to America first, to all of that. They're in opposition to you. They are in opposition to, um, I'll just leave it at America first, because if it's not America first, it's globalism first. Th- those are your two options at this point. You don't, you don't even have to think of it in terms of China first, Iran first, you know, Russia first. No, 
That's not it. It's globalism first. It's either America first or globalism first. Those are your two choices. It's either evil or it's good. It's either black or it's white. Yes, we are living in a very binary season. And whenever things are very mushy and gray and beige and gross, that in their cloudy, that's why my media company is called Clear Talk Media, Clear Talk Productions, Clear Talk Communications, because without clarity, you have, you're literally wandering around in the dark. And many people are right now. And so some things are very clear that people are not, because they've, they've, they've made their agenda known, okay? Others are just a little bit more subtle and cunning. There's a word. They're crafty. They're scheming. And you have no idea. You have no idea because it sounds as though they're on Team Liberty. They're on Team America first because they say a lot of the right things. But they also drop little hints along the way that that should tell you. You know, Jesus said you can tell a tree by its fruit, right? There are many things that that many of you and many others have been waiting to happen. You know, you've been you've just been like bated breath, like different dates, different letters, different clues, right? To that that lead to this, you know, just trust. Trust the plan. Okay? And I'm going to ask you something, Christians. Did your Bible ever tell you to trust anyone or anything outside of God? Because if it does, you have a very interesting rendition of a Bible. Because in no Bible that I've ever read, other than possibly the NIV, because they take all types of liberties, so do others, but I'm just picking on them, because I don't even mention Lucifer. Satan is not mentioned in your NIV. I mean, it's kind of amazing because without an adversary, what do you need a redeemer for? Duh, this is like kindergarten color pictures of Jesus, two plus two is four stuff. So as it pertains to your faith and religion, but so with regard to trusting something, trusting someone, do you know, the Bible says that Jesus, <laughs> Jesus didn't trust man. And you know what, you know what it says? You know why he didn't? This is priceless. Because he knew what was in us. He trusted no one. Even whenever it came to his own mother and his siblings, he said, my mother and, and, and those who are of my family are those who obey my father. And he meant, he wasn't referring to Joseph, by the way. He was referring to God. So Jesus was very clear about who was on Team Liberty. Because that he was the captain of that team and still is. So if if you are putting your trust in the arm of man, the Bible actually calls you a fool for doing that. I've certainly done it. It's awful. Never turns out well. Okay. And so, but here's what you can't put your trust in. You can put your trust in that if the Spirit of God lives in you, he has empowered you to evangelize and to minister to people around you through and with and by his power. You don't need a training class. You don't have to have all the right answers. 
you can be prayed up and you can actually, you know, sure, educate yourself on how to get out there and, you know, not just wreck the whole thing with your neighbor um, or your community, your boards of education, your moms, your uh, your HOAs. Some of you are like, well, you know, we don't talk about politics. That's crap. Everyone talks politics. Believe me, your neighbors are watching you on your little next door apps and on all of your little social media campaigns. They know everything about you and your politics. Trust me on that. Your employers know, the CIA knows, the FBI knows, everyone knows every single thing about you. If the, if your neighbors actually took the time to look past your Trump vote, they too would know what color underwear you favor. Do you actually favor underwear? Um, you know, how many times a week does your husband cook? Or is, you know, how many times has your wife tagged that cute tennis coach in her posts? I mean, you're, if people really paid attention, they would know everything about you because you put it out there. So for you to say, well, Monica, we don't really talk about politics in our circles. Trust me when I tell you, people are talking about politics, and this goes beyond politics. This is evangelizing for the sake of this country and Civics 101. It is so basic. It is so simple. You don't have to talk about Trump. You don't have to talk about Biden. You don't have to talk about Kamala, Kalama, Shmala, whatever. You know, heels up, whatever she is today. You don't, you don't have to talk about any of that. You can talk about Civics 101. There's an entry point into every person's psyche, into every person's soul and their heart. There's an entry point. And if you will listen long enough to understand where someone is coming from, you will know exactly where that entry point is. But your greatest barrier is going to be your fear. And I'm here tonight to encourage you to put that aside. Because getting back to the why am I asking you to evangelize people on the left and to poach people? Because just as I told um, a, a new friend of mine over at Liberty University just last week, we have political refugees in this country. There's a remnant on the left. There's a remnant, and it's a big one. It's a big remnant who are literally looking at the country with the same what the hell as you are. They can't believe what they're seeing either. Some people are, in fact, you know, they're just in lust of the prospect of Trump supporters being, you know, literally nailed to things in public, whether it's financially, physically, uh, um, you know, uh, through their jobs, professionally, um, sociologically, I mean, it's some people on the left, if they could just put all Trump supporters on ships and send them off to an island and then just light the island on fire, they would absolutely do it. Trust me, they're that rabid and they're that, um, they're that psychologically challenged and spiritually challenged for sure. But from the past four years, I mean, this is their retribution season. Yes, there are people like that. But if you will simply listen and create the environment for conversations to unfold, to take care of people around you, to be the policies that you say you subscribe to, to be the arms that you say you subscribe to, to be the mouthpiece, to be the modern day hero, today's hero that you say you honor on days like yesterday. 
to be the champion for their freedom as much as yours. You are called to that. And it's not comfortable, but I'm telling you, it will be, it will be challenging, but it will also be the most rewarding thing you will ever experience with people in your communities because you're going to have to take back the country through your communities. And this is how you do it. So instead of capitulating, instead of listening to the party leaders of the established GOP who are going to tell you, well, you can't go far right and we need to have a candidate that's not, you know, just rabid right. Because remember who shapes the narrative? Media. What have they touted about someone like Marjorie Taylor Greene for the past six months? She's far right. She's a proud boys uh, champion. She, you know, loves the flag. <laughs> she stands for the national anthem. Uh, what else? She believes in individualism. What? She believes, you know, in supporting Israel and to, in, to continue on to President Trump's legacy of peace in the Middle East. God forbid. She believes in jobs. Can you believe her? She believes in maintaining the sovereignty of the country by keeping the borders secure. What? What kind of a far-right lunatic is that? She believes in, in birthing life, protecting life in the womb, all life. What? What a heretic. She believes that all lives matter? She believes in law and order and due process and justice. What a political twit. What? We got to get rid of her. She's got to be silent. She is dangerous. She's so dangerous. And all of her supporters are dangerous. And they pump that propaganda out like Tic Tacs 24-7. And some of you on the right will begin to believe that she's dangerous. And you will align with politicos and and general consultants and campaign managers who don't know their butts from a hole in the ground. Excuse me, that's one of my father's famous sayings, God rest his soul. But they don't. They don't. But they're there to make money. If you don't think the political industry right now is like booming, I mean, this is like the gold rush of politics, post-Trump era crises. I mean, crises make people money. Why do you think we get involved in wars? Hello. And we're engaged in war right now on this soil. And the war is for your vote. The war is for um, our critical infrastructure called our election grid, which is largely still down, by the way. But, you know, people are excited. What? Give them some entertainment. Throw a couple of Trump supporters out in the middle of the arena. Release the lions. We got a show to produce. Come on. Come on, let them eat cake, let them eat popcorn. We don't care. You know, let them drink their Cokes and fly Delta. And, uh, you know, poke them, poke them, poke them until somebody snaps and knocks a flight attendant's two teeth out. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, you know, just poke them, just keep getting them because that's what they get for supporting Trump for the past four years and bringing the country up out of like a living hell from eight eight years of Obama's uh, just dereliction of duty, complete treasonous activity on every level from his DOJ down. And here we are. 
here we are again. You're going to have to take on the mindset of a revolutionary. And for the love of God, would you please quit entertaining people who are encouraging you to get out in the streets with your weapons? That is exactly what they want. I have warned you about this militia vacuum that has been created since the theft of this election of 2020. I've warned you about that. It's exactly what happens in in other countries all over the globe, and we do it best. No one does it better than America. When we want to get rid of one regime and install another, this is how you do it. Look around. This is how it's done. And God almighty, I hope you're smarter than your average fifth grader, but I wonder about some folks. I really do. Because we're so emotional and we've been primed. You know, what do I mean by that? You know, like a, with a lawnmower, I used to cut the grass. Loved cutting the grass. It was such a, it was an honor for my dad to trust me with the, with the push lawnmower and the, and the riding lawnmower, right? Like that, I graduated the riding lawnmower. You know, and I was a girl, but I, I loved doing stuff with my dad and for my dad. And we used to chop wood together in the fall. And well, he chopped the wood and I'd stack it. And it was awesome. We got in the woods and just, you know, just be a country girl. Loved it. And so priming that freaking push lawnmower that didn't have the luxury, you know, the uh, autopilot, I call it, you know, didn't have a little bar at that time. It was like, no, you're going to push, like <laughs> put your back into it. Uh, push lawnmower, right? Uphill, downhill, around corners, you know, crazy stuff. I know, like labor that some of your kids will never know, including mine, by the way. So, but you'd have to prime the pump. You have to prime the fuel pump. You have to push that button in. That is what, that's the, that's the, the, that's the deal. That's the play that's been run on you for decades. Decades. Like not just since the beginning of Facebook. And so I understand that it's going to take some time to let some things sink in some new ideas. Now you're probably all frazzled about, well, who's she talking about? Who can't we trust? Trust what, trust what plan? Is she talking about who? Is she talking about Lynn? Nope. No, I'm not naming names. I'm, I'm just, you know why? It doesn't matter who. It doesn't matter who it is. What matters is that you start to become aware that there are forces at work they give the appearance of being on Team America, and they're not. They're just not. And how do I know that? Because of their fruit. Because of their fruit. And you have discernment. So I want to empower you to trust the discernment that you have. So I want to switch gears. I want to go over to... Uh, what happened on Southwest Airlines, there was a passenger, there's a video circulating. This young lady, all you see is just this flight attendant getting pounced and a man jumps in the middle and, you know, and pushes the young lady down who's punching on the flight attendant. And you're, and uh, it, at first glance, you're like, holy crap, what in the world is going on right now? Um, and because she's a flight attendant, you know, we all know that flight attendants do take an awful lot of crap with people in the skies. Well, Southwest is along with American airlines has now decided that all, all fourth graders are going to have to line up and put their hands on each other's shoulders in front of them. And there's not going to be any alcohol at recess. 
There's not going to be any alcohol during your flight time because that's just one more way that we can punish you for what we perceive as the bad behavior of others because people are just so aggressive. See what they do? I mean, it's like, this is like the world's greatest narcissist play. It, seriously, if you've ever dated a narcissist, and I should write a book because I've, I've dated most of them, uh, but if you've ever dated a narcissist, you know exactly how this works. They lure you in. Everything's lovely. like, And they lure you pretty quick. And then you don't see it coming. It's like a freight train. And then they start creating scenarios where they get to be the hero. And you start to appear to be the psycho because they have to continue to be the hero. So they create victim scenarios, which is like socialism, communism 101. So they create victim scenarios so that you become dependent upon them to tell you what reality is. It is literally diabolical. And that's what's happening ad nauseum in the earth right now, particularly in this country. And that's what's been going on for years. And so it's all coming to this big, nasty boil head right now. And what you see are people who are literally fed the heck up with being told what to do, how to do it, cattle drives, get in, get in line, uh, put your mask up. It's got to be over your nose. Oh, it's got to be. I'm going to tell you now from firsthand experience, I flew in first class just a few weeks ago to Texas with friends of mine. I had an event in Texas and we happened to fly in first class and seated next to me was my friend. And, um, was in the flight attendant comes by and puts her hand forcefully on this person's inner thigh and said, and this is a female flight attendant and, and, and this person is listening to music and, and doesn't really, you know, if, if the flight attendant had tried to communicate something and I wasn't, I, I'm listening to music as well on my headset. So next thing I, I hear are, are loud voices and basically the person I'm with is like, hey, you know, don't don't touch me. Don't put your hands on me to tell me that my mask is below my nose. So when we get off the flight, um, there's a formal complaint that's filed. And this woman was, I mean, seriously out of control. We must have heard from her overhead. I don't know, over the inter, uh, over the intercom. I don't know how many times during the duration of that. Okay, remember if you're sleepy, even if you're sleeping, we need your masks up over your over your nose. And and there just comes a point, particularly for those of us who are already just like, okay, fine, I've got to get from A to B, and you know, flying is going to be the most expedient way to do it. Here's my five hundred bucks round trip. Uh, we're on our way. You know, someone just. Put us in our seats and, and feed us a cocktail, feed us a glass of wine, leave us alone. And for the love of God, quit chiding us like we're fourth graders in line to go to the playground and like we've never been here before. So I think it is quite possibly the most disingenuous thing on the planet that the airlines are now, oh, our flight attendants are just always at risk because you guys are such a bunch of drunks that we can't we can't trust you with alcohol anymore. How do you like my voice? So it's like... No, it's not because people are a bunch of drunks and you can't trust grown adults with alcohol anymore. It's because your flight attendant, according to eyewitnesses on this flight, that flight attendant was a complete pain in the hump the entire flight and had harassed this passenger to the point where it looked like she put her hand on the young lady's shoulder and that girl got up and whooped her tail. And it happened in the blink of of an eye. I mean, there's a slow roll. There's a, there's a slow, uh, slow motion view of this girl's fist balled up. 
And I mean, she is ready, like primed. Remember? She had been primed that entire flight. And who knows how long she had been primed up to that about these face masks. Well, it is federal law for you to wear. Really? Well, who's making the federal law? I'll tell you who. The TSA, who should absolutely be dismantled and no longer, no longer a part of DHS in charge of anything that we do with regard to travel. That's my humble opinion. I'm going with Rand Paul on this one. Our airline security needs to be privatized. Our airport security needs to be privatized, period. This is absolutely out of control. This is exactly how I imagine my um, forefathers and mothers, this is exactly what they had to live through in the beginnings of 1933. And no, people are not on train cars yet. This is the priming. So I'm encouraging you all to do this. When you are primed, when you are challenged, when you are otherwise abused, scolded, scorned, shamed, uh, whatever it is, I want you to take down names. I want you to get names. I want you to record these instances. And I want you, again, remember uh, months ago, I suggested that you start putting together lists of of names of attorneys who are constitutionally minded who are going to practice in the area of lawfare. And again, remember, this war that we're in has multiple legs to it. And the the legal sphere is no joke. And that's where you're going to have to start taking this. And if you can't take on the TSA, you can take on individuals. And it's worth it. It would be worth every dime you would spend on it for being harassed, bullied. Please do not go gently or silently into the gentle or silent night, whatever. It escapes me at the moment. Please do not lay down. I'm not the person telling you to jump out in the streets and, you know, start exercise your Second Amendment right. Well, how about you exercise your First Amendment right? How about you exercise your right to due process and for your constitutional rights to be protected and for adjudication? How about that? I mean, we're also focused on our Second Amendment right, and who's coming for over 300 million guns? Okay, good luck with that, right? So let's be, let's be, let's focus, everyone. Let's focus. Let's get our heads out of the Second Amendment clouds of fear. Remember, they're priming you. They're priming you. And with every lawless thing this administration does, every single act of lawlessness, it is meant to prime you. I need you to get a visual in your head. The The primer on my father's lawnmower used to be like this little round rubber thing that you would, you know, you'd have to know where to find it. It's right next to the fuel. And and you'd push it. And, and it would mash in whenever you'd push it. And, and it would allow the fuel to pass through, and it's, it's priming. I need you to visualize that every single time you see something that this sham administration is up to now, or the Democrats, or the DNC, or HR1, or whatever it is they're pushing today, or, or you know, employers are mandating things. Okay, well, two can play that game. Get your lawfare game on, guys. I need you to imagine being primed. And why are they priming you? Because they want you to take to the streets in civil action. Why do you think your borders are down? 
And what happens at the event of that? Your country goes bye-bye. Your country will be occupied by people other than kingdom of God dwellers or otherwise known as liberty lovers. That's what will happen. And we will become sucked into the global landscape of politics. We will no longer be who we are right now. We do not need that on this soil. Some of you are all 1776. We're revolutionaries. Well, here's a revolutionary idea. You know, if we've ascended so much in our intellectual curiosity and our ability to, you know, hear from God, then why aren't we acting like it? Why are we so afraid of each other? What are we so afraid of? That's a very valid question. What are we so afraid of? So you're being primed with every molestation of your civil liberties. So I'm I'm encouraging you, if you want to be a 1776 revolutionary, then get your butts together, start forming um, uh, legal, legal funds within your communities. And so whenever you bump up against these things, start jumping in on some of these class action suits that are going on around the country. Do your research. Robert Barnes is someone you can tap into on Twitter. He is, uh, he's a part of a lot of this, excuse me, different cases. Uh, he would know, uh, in which, uh, in which direction to point you. Um, you have the America first law group that's just been stood up. I believe they're actually currently raising funds because they are anticipating your pending lawsuits. Start taking on your companies. I don't care what the OSHA standards have been switched to. I mean, do you not see what they're attempting to do? So if you want to fight back, there's a very civilized way of doing it. There's an orderly way of doing it. There's an orderly, there's an order to revolution. Don't believe me? Look at our revolutionary war. There's an order to revolution. And unless you want chaos to ensue, which is not what you want to create a vacuum in this country, where we are no longer recognizable. Don't believe me? Look at Afghanistan. Look at other nations that have created these ideological vacuums literally from hell. And who's over there poking the kitty in the nose and dictating oil and petrodollars and kids and trafficking? You guessed it, this ass-backwards government of ours. Not everybody, but a few. And all it takes is a few who are in alignment with China and globalists. That's all it takes. And it's not just Democrats. Sorry to burst your bubble, but it's not just Democrats. So I'm not celebrating the fact that that flight attendant was punched in the face for sure. But I am telling you as a, as an objective observer and someone who has been traveling a lot lately and I've actually just decided to take to my car to do it or a rental car because I'm so fed up with the cattle drive by the TSA. You know, I mean, you literally, I mean, some of you would just feel like, like you were at a, like you'd already been to prison if you ever ended up in prison. Cause you're like, oh, well, this is kind of like going through, you know, trying to take a flight. But we've just become so immune to it that we're like, well, you know, it's for our safety. Excuse my language. Bullshit. It is not just for your safety. It is for your liberty. 
There's no way around that. So when people listen, you want some changes, start pushing, you start, start, start calling your representatives to the carpet to get some things done with regard to DSA. You don't think it could be done? We fought and won a revolutionary war. You don't think this can be done? Gideon only needed 300. So you don't think you can't take your airports back privately across the country and put enough with this crap of mandating vaccines and, and molesting your, your humanity? I won't even go into some of the, some of the side effects that people are having from the vaccination. Well, they're not even vaccinations, according to the doctor that I had on my show. I can't even call it that. The experimental drugs is what they are. And you're going to be forced into that or not, or, or you won't be able to eat? Maybe. Are you ready for that? Or are you going to line up and take your $50 check? Can you imagine? They're in California. Newsom's running around California giving people $50 to alter their DNA. A permanent alteration to your physical makeup on a cellular level is worth $50. I want you to let that sink in. And every time you you bow at the altar of the airlines and restaurants and private businesses and local governments and state governments and the, you know, the mob at your school or Black Lives Matter or, you know, whatever the social justice call of the day from the pit of hell is, Whomever it is you're bowing to at whichever altar you decide to lie prostrate, that's where you're going to die. I know that sounds so over the top, but you hear it in my voice. I'm not over the top. I could not possibly be more serious. So to recap, your liberty is at stake. Your very life is at, is at stake. You're going to have to decide what you're willing to pay. As we look back on yesterday and all those brave men and women who have lost their lives for the sake of this country, for liberty, for liberty, for the sake of liberty, and for humans to live in a liberated reality called America. You're going to have to decide the price that you're willing to pay. And there's an order. There is an order to revolution. And it is absolutely beyond time to start revolting against people pushing and prodding and abusing and shaming and basically marching you to your economic, personal, social, physical death in the name of benevolence, in the name of false science, in the name of of living. No, in the name of loving your neighbor or you know, as the Gen Zers know it, well, it's just another vaccination. You know, in the name of, oh, well, what's the big deal? It's just another vaccination. No, 
It's not. It's just a mask. No, it's not. It's what it represents. So again, it's up to you to evangelize your respective communities. And I know you can do it. I receive your letters. Some of you are already doing it. You're out there not only helping resurrect the election grid in your respective communities, but you are evangelizing people. And I'm telling y'all right now, learn what the principles are of, of civics, of basic civics 101 of this country. Study what is important to different demographics around you. Pay attention to your neighbor's feeds on social media. Pay attention to next door. Take off your judgy critical glasses and pay attention to what's going on in their lives and find a door point, find an entry point into their mind, into their heart and begin to evangelize on one-on-one, one-on-one. And that's how you can take votes back. That's how you completely bypass the party, any party. Sure, people may be on a particular ticket, but that's how you take your power back. You're not waiting on the GOP to fail again because it's going to. Because they're so out of touch and they're afraid of their own principles and their own ideals. And it leaves people stranded on the left and the right. It leaves political refugees literally floating around out in the middle of an ocean with nowhere to land. They're thirsty. They're hungry. They're starving. They know what we had for the past four years of the Trump administration. Their lives were evidence of it. Their bank accounts were evidence. The peace in their communities were evidence when they could actually experience it. Opportunity zones were evidence. Churches, you know, Christmas, very basic American, our borders, our safety. There's evidence there. And people are not as dense as you think they are, but people are very afraid and they don't have the information that some of you have. So if you're lacking anything, ask God. And he is more than capable of abundantly giving you that which you need to go out and fulfill his first call, which is to liberate Win souls for the kingdom and the kingdom of God is at hand and the kingdom of God is always about liberty. All right. Eternal and eternity is now. I love you guys. Have a good day. You know where to find me. Monica on your talk on Twitter. Monica Matthews on uh, Telegram and blah, 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 blah. Tell everybody. Tell everybody. I love you. Be good to your neighbor. Beginning your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.